Welcome to the Sports Epreneur Podcast, the podcast where sports and entrepreneurship collide, a CatSource family production. In this episode, we discuss mental health. This podcast exists in large part because of CatCM, the content marketing business inside CatSource Inc. So what does CatCM do? You know how many business leaders need help communicating their story? Well, that's what we do content creation and distribution for business leaders. This provides opportunities, relationships, and a platform for you and your business. Why do we do this? Because at CADCM, we exist to help business leaders build a meaningful legacy that is worth living and leaving. Learn more by visiting cadcm.com. Today we speak with Derek Bielsma. Derek is the executive director of Millennium Counseling Center in Chicago, Illinois. Derek specializes in recovery-related work, mental health disorders, and issues unique to athletic performance. He is enthusiastic about leading the sports division at his group as it marries two of his lifelong passions, helping others and athletics. With Derek's sports background and knowledge around mental health in sports, we are excited to share Derek's thoughts with you. Let's not wait any longer. We welcome Derek Bielsma. You talk about kids, um, and we've talked about this before. I think when we first chatted, I told you my son plays soccer. He's a soccer goalie. And talk about a position that like is... Um, I mean, you're by yourself, and you're, they see everything. And you talked about it, right? You could be a striker, and you said this, I think, on the first podcast. You could be a striker, play an average to a below-average game, score the winning goal, and you're the hero. You win 1-0, right? Or you could be the goalie, play an incredible game, let in a goal in the last minute, and you're the GOAT, right? And it's like, oh, my goodness, so well, how do you deal with that? And it's at different stages of life, right? Because you could be on the right team that doesn't see it that way, right? The coach, the players recognize that, listen, you've done everything you could do. This is not your fault. It was the, you know, it was the team's fault, right? All that type of stuff. Or you could be on the wrong team in the wrong surroundings and everyone could look to blame, right? They want to offset any blame. They want to put the excuse somewhere else because it builds them up. And this is a big thing in children. We see this all the time. I see it play out because I see my son play on, say, a school team versus a club team. And there's just different understandings of what's going on out there where it's okay in one side to place blame and the other one, it's completely unacceptable, right? They will not allow it because that's just not the true story of it, right? Soccer is this, is this elaborate, dynamic game. There's so many things happening and, you know, it's just to the to the naked eye, maybe they don't see it, but to someone who truly understands the game would understand that what here's what happened. The ball never should have been on this side of the field. The goalie should never even had to make a play because that problem happened somewhere else. But you're talking about um, just how do we recognize these things? Because if we're talking about children, they have so much coming at them. For example, social media, friends, relationships, parents, activities, a lot of activities, um, having the ability to talk about these things. So there's, there's, I mean, oh my goodness, you go in so many different directions with it. But one of the things is access. Where do you even go when you're having these issues? But two, the access that I talked about before is if you're Derek and you're, you and your team are creating content, you're talking to us, you're writing blog posts, you're doing what you can do, you make a post on Twitter, you retweet, you like someone else's post because they put something out, you're putting good out into the world and I think that can help. So that might never ever lead to you having a conversation and getting a new client, but you're doing the right thing by putting the right thing out in the world and maybe somewhere, somehow, someone will see it and over the course of time, that'll resonate with them and that'll help them out or help someone else out that they know. But then going back to maybe something very specific like kids and sports or activities and the things that they're doing because they're surrounded by this stuff, right? They're surrounded by, they have these, I've seen this before, these kids, they're on these group texts and it could be in Snapchat. And it's very hard for the parents to even know what's going on. I was, I was looking at my son's, he's on one of his soccer teams and they have this group chat going on. And I noticed, you know, one kid said something 
and all these other kids came in there and not attacked in a they, they just were saying stuff and and you could sit there and say like that's a form of cyberbullying that can get out of control because you don't know how the kid who put something out there is reacting to now he's just getting blasted on Snapchat and nobody else knows besides those group of kids. The parents probably don't know because the kid's probably not going to say anything. Then he goes to the soccer game and let's say he makes a mistake and they're going to be like, man, you can't do this. Why are you doing this? You're terrible. You shouldn't be on the field. Those types of things add up and create all sorts of stuff. I'm no professional when it comes to this stuff, but it's kind of sometimes obvious to recognize like where that could lead us to and how do kids and how do parents just take all of this on because you know i'm trying to deal with it right i see my son make a mistake a lot of times it's like i'm okay when he makes it because i want to see how he responds i want him to learn from this stuff and not dwell on oh the coach should have done this the coach should have said this the coach not is not playing me enough no that just should be just add more another log to your fire go out there prove him wrong keep working keep trying keep showing up if you love it if you truly love it don't let anyone else decide what your future is going to be and all that it sounds all cliche but i think it's true but anyway there's a lot coming at the kids at the parents and of course someone like yourself because they show up and say how do we handle all this how do we take all this in and make this a little bit better and it's a journey it's not gonna be like hey we're gonna solve this riddle today but when i say all those types of things i'm sure you hear this all the time sure yeah and i mean yeah like you said there was a, a lot there from you know from what you just talked through and i think that you know hitting on a number of different things as far as social media and and social pressures from within a group and you know i think that these one of the things that i think that has you know kind of been more uh more predominant over the past several years is i just think that younger people have lower self-esteems and uh and do a lot more comparison against others and i think a big reason for that is is exposure uh it's exposure to you know you have you have uh many times you'll have the the a, a u12 soccer game will have live stats and video posted and um you know you can you, you always can figure out who the leading scorer is and who plays the most minutes and you know i think i'm seeing this with my daughter who plays in college i mean pretty much any college soccer game now you can live stream and it's out there and then live statistics everything updating really quickly and so part of this is just access to information that people didn't necessarily have in the past where you could have you know one kid who was you know maybe a star on a team and people didn't really know about it and uh, and then you have another kid who didn't play a minute in the game and uh, and nobody really knew it about knew about it they just know that they both played and both played on the same team. But now there's a, a big separation between those two people. And, uh, you know, everybody can take a look and they can be, oh, yeah, you didn't play yesterday or, oh, yeah, you scored six goals yesterday. Um, so I think that's part of it is it's just access to information. And from a parenting standpoint, uh, you know, I think that uh, when when I was younger, it seemed to me and I think you and I have talked about this in the past, but it seemed to me like kind of the, the parents were the central focus and, and the kids kind of rotated around the, around the parents, like, uh, you know, kind of like little orbiting the parents, but the parents were the, the central figure in what was going on. And I feel like what has changed is, is now kids are the center of family's attention and, and the parents kind of rotate around. I, I joke around saying that when I was a kid, I was friend. My friends were my parents' friends' kids, 
And now as a, as an adult who has kids, um, or as a daughter, um, you know, a lot of our friends are my daughter's friends, parents. And, uh, you know, so it was kind of like in, in the concentration that we put on young people. And, and I think that the, and the, the pressure to figure out, like to be good at whatever they do and to not make mistakes. And, you know, that, uh, that, that we come in and rescue them every time something goes wrong and try to make sure they're okay. And which I understand as a parent that we don't, you know, you, nobody likes to see their, 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 you know, their child in pain and that's understandable, but I think we just have to be really careful about creating, you know, there's another thing that people say is like, they, I will hear a lot of parents like tell their kids they're perfect. You know, you're perfect. You are perfect. And I think the intent is right. The intent is that you want to make sure that you you know, that your child feels like they're good just the way they are. But the problem is, is that sets a standard for perfection. And, uh, and the idea that anything short of being perfect means that, uh, that they're no longer perfect. So I've been told I'm perfect my whole life. And then all of a sudden I, you know, get suspended from school. Well, look, I guess, I guess I'm not perfect. And then that can be dangerous as well. So I think as parents, the number one thing we can do is we can try to encourage the kids. We can try to, you know, not allow pressure to get into much of them. And I think we just have to be really careful of social media uh, because you're, you're exactly right. The social media thing, uh, you know, kids love it or young people love it. And it can be, there's a lot of really good things about social media and it can, it can provide information and give us access to things. But I think the expectation of what one person's life compared to some other person's life looks like is not really realistic. And so for people who are struggling with certain things, it makes them feel like they're the only ones out there because they go and they look on Facebook or Snapchat or whatever. And they see, you know, this, these people are out having a fun time at a cottage and these people just won their game. And these people are all made up and ready to go out for the evening. And, and I'm, I'm not, I'm sitting at home because I didn't, you know, I don't have anything to do tonight. And it, it just kind of creates this, again, this idea of separation between, you know, people who have that life that everybody thinks they want and the ones that don't. And the reality is, is that uh, the, the, the number of people that are sitting at home, act, you know, wishing they were doing something more is much larger than the idea that everybody else in this world is out there, you know, living their best life and having a great time. Uh, you know, certainly that's a part of all of our lives, but everybody has some sort of, you kind of hit on this earlier, everybody has some issues going on. They've got some things that they're dealing with and, and nobody's life is perfect and nobody's life looks like it does on Snapchat or Facebook. I mean, I guess there's a few people who are are pretty honest about their lives on those social media platforms, but for the most part, people put out what they want the world to see. Uh, And the, the other issue with that, what it does is it helps people learn how to create a narrative for themselves. It helps people learn how to show the world exactly what they want to show them and make their life look exactly how they want it to look which isn't necessarily exactly how it's going and, and what their life looks like. So I think that the, you know, the combination of all these things leads to, again, you know, some self-esteem issues, certainly some anxiety. I mean, we're, we're, there's certainly much more at least acknowledgement of anxiety in young people uh, and in the physical symptoms that come along with that. Um, You know, I think that there's uh, people oftentimes mistake being anxious for any of the other things we talked about, there's a wide spectrum of, uh, of, of what anxiety looks like. And sometimes it is being anxious and sometimes it's, you know, manifest in physical symptoms that are debilitating. And uh, so I think just the understanding of all these things and for parents to get educated and realize that uh, they need to know as much as they can about all these things and then support their kids and not try to put too much pressure on them to have them feel like they have to be great at everything or perfect or, you know, live up to some standard that the parents want because they want to be able to tell all 
all their friends that their kid's a star athlete or or a, or a musician or going to an Ivy League school or you know the, the, the those things really don't matter at the end of the day. And uh, as parents, you know, it's great if you've got successful kids, but you know, it's it shouldn't be about uh, being able to tell your friends how great your kids and your family is. It should be more about that you know, your, your, your kids are able to go live a happy, successful life and, and be able to get the most out of, you know, kind of what's our short time here. It was essential to chat with Derek and hear his thoughts on mental health. We hope you enjoyed these insights from Derek. If you're interested in learning more about Derek or Millennium Counseling Center, you can find them on Instagram at Millennium Hope. If you want to connect with us, hit us up on Instagram at Sports Epreneur. Thank you for listening to the Sports Epreneur Podcast, the podcast where sports and entrepreneurship collide. Now go get it.